0: Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. I'm James Jacobson. Joining us are the authors of the book, The Dog Cancer Survival Guide, Dr. Damian Dressler and Dr. Susan Ettinger. When you're using chemotherapy for your dog's cancer, there are different ways of giving it in different amounts. And it deals with metronomic chemotherapy versus maximum tolerated dose. Do I have that right, Dr. Dressler?
1: That's exactly right. The the traditional, the conventional way of delivering chemotherapy is to give as much as possible, as frequently as possible. And we say maximum tolerated dose. And tolerated means how much can the pet's body withstand before having side effects that are unacceptable, like serious organ failure or, worst case scenario, scary things like death. So these doses have been worked out in such a way that we give as much chemotherapy drug as possible and minimize the odds of these very very high impact side effects and that's maximum tolerated dose. Now we will see higher rates of side effects and sometimes serious side effects in comparison to other therapies or other treatments in different areas of veterinary medicine. So for example, an antibiotic or, or a hormone therapy or, or uh, something else. The It's true that, that in the area of chemotherapy, and I'm not trying to scare everybody, but in the area of chemotherapy we do have higher side effect rates. Now we contrast this maximum tolerated dose uh, uh, method Uh, with something called metronomic chemotherapy, and with metronomic chemotherapy, what we're doing is we're giving a much, much lower dose, and the design of that uh, um, treatment method is to help to suppress the cancer spread, to limit its growth, and to improve our longevity. Dr. Ettinger, your thoughts
0: on the subject?
2: Yeah, so with the maximum tolerated dose in most of our dog patients, the dose-limiting toxicity is the white blood cells. And so when you're giving this high-dose chemotherapy, you are trying to kill rapidly dividing cells, and typically those are the cancer cells, and you're trying to kill those cancer cells directly. And our white blood cells, which are also rapidly dividing, that's usually where you get to the top dose that you can give to a dog. With the metronomic, just as Dr. Jessler said, you are giving a much lower dose of chemotherapy, usually with no interval, no break between the chemotherapy. So when you're doing maximum tolerated dose, your dog will get chemotherapy once a week or every other week or maybe even every three weeks. When you're doing low dose oral chemotherapy or metronomic chemotherapy, your pet's gonna be getting probably some oral anti-cancer therapy every day of the week or at least every other day. So again, there's very little break. And instead of targeting the cancer cells directly, you're actually targeting the blood vessels that feed those cancers and allow them to get bigger than about a centimeter, which is about the size of most people's um, thumbnail. So if you can target those blood vessels, those cancer cells can't get nutrients, they can't get blood supply, and they're not gonna get bigger. And again, that is called anti-angiogenesis, and that's the goal of metronomic chemotherapy.
0: Do you see that being uh, used with increasing frequency?
2: I do, but I don't think that every cancer is going to benefit from metronomic chemotherapy. We're definitely seeing a role for it for dogs that already have metastasis or cancer that has spread, um, and that's a big place where we're using metronomic chemotherapy. Um, and probably the number one place that I'm using it in my patients for those dogs that they come in, their cancer is spread. In general, maximum tolerated dose chemotherapy doesn't help them very much, and we can try a course of metronomic chemotherapy. And I'm seeing really some amazing results when dogs with metronomic chemotherapy. I have dogs where I would have guessed that they would have lived only one or two months, um, with because their cancer is spread. And with this metronomic approach, I'm seeing some dogs that are out eight months, ten and a half months, um, over a year, and they're on this drug chronically. And they tolerate it really, really well with good guidance.
0: So a lot is not necessarily better than a little, and it just yeah. applies to lots of things in life.
1: There, there, there's an interesting little side note to this. Out in Mother Nature, there are natural compounds that have in test tubes and petri dishes, uh, and in the molecular biology compartment, a lot of the effects that the pharmaceuticals have in attacking those enzymes and those uh, uh, molecular, um, the molecular machinery um, that uh, impacts uh, the blood vessels. There are certain things out in nature um, that have some similar effects, and we do talk about those uh, in the book. A lot of
0: information, uh, more than we can cover in this video, is in the Dog Cancer Survival Guide. Dr. Dressler in Hawaii, Dr. Ettinger in New York, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. you. For more information on dog cancer, visit
1: DogCancerVet.com.
2: Is artificial intelligence going to change veterinary medicine?